It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome, everybody, to Shotcast episode number 67. I'm here joined by Johnny and CJ, my co-host, with no guest. Because the past couple weeks, we were like, let's get a guest. And then every time we couldn't get a guest, we just canceled the show. But instead, we're actually just doing the show instead. We, so we realized we don't actually, we, we can just go live. We just had a mm. moment of realization where we're like, wait a second. We could just do, a, do an episode. A bit of and a- Rizzo, Rizzo can talk. Bit yeah, of a Leo incredible. DiCaprio moment for us. The show goes on, regardless of whether we find a guest or not. But we'll probably get a guest next week. We're in talks with some big mm. names, some big mm. boys in the scene. So yeah. back to some guests next week. But for now, it's just the boys hanging out, you guys <laughs> hanging out. Um, a very intimate show. And we've got boy. Well, oh, I know boy. I do personally. We, I've we've, got some oh, we've got an absolute heater. My chest. Look, okay, so we've had we've had a lot happen since our last show. We've had the NA qualifier. Well, not not the NA qualifier. The first one happened, yes, right? The but qualifier. then also the qualifier for the second one happened. So the top 16 teams were found for NA. We had the EU main for the, event. For the second qualifier. Yes, the qualifier of course. For the, but the whole EU main qualifier happened. Anyway, we found a mm-hmm. winner for EU1, NA1, mm-hmm. and we're top 16 for NA2 no. right now. Regardless, yep. NA had two big upsets, right? We had the Muffin Men and we had Shopify. And EU's top four was looking like an absolutely different breed. And all of this prompted... Uh, CJ's crying. All this prompted uh, a lot of tweets, a lot of back and forth on Twitter. <laughs> People were talking about uh, formats, uh, boot camps, problems. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Players Association. People were tweeting about everything, uh, just uh, basically because of this. But I think Johnny wanted to do a quick little recap mm. of kind of what went down in EU. Yeah, I know a lot of you guys listening are probably all aware of the you know ongoings, all the tweets and everything. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about boot camp tweets. We're going to talk about like. Um, uh, all of the, the tweets have been you know, discussing the mm-hmm. failure for Shopify to qualify. But I think what kind of started all this, I mean, NA had their what, first event over a week ago and there was you know, some reactions to it. But it's the comparison of NAEU, the classic, that's causing, I think, all of this uproar. So we have to talk so about... Okay, what actually, it, it, it yeah. Battle is always classic. time. It's mean, it a classic battle, man. It's, it, it's wonderful. I, I love it. I love it personally, uh, as you know. But like, we need to give the full context for anyone who's not been following what's happening. So EU had their uh, first event, like Rizzo said. The top four looked ridiculously good. Uh, they're all French organizations, French uh, teams for the for the most part. Uh, a couple of Moroccan players, an English player, Belgian player, but they all speak French. And then, uh, of course, eight French players, the best eight French players. And they, they all look really, really good. So how good? That is you know, a point of discussion still. But uh, everybody can agree they all look immense. And yeah, they're all boot camping for, uh, they were all boot camping for this event. And so were some other teams in Europe as well who made top eight, I think one or two other teams, if I recall. But yeah, I wanted to just ask your guys' thoughts so we can get some context on EU 
for uh, this whole discussion. I think it's a good intro to, to the topic. What are your yep. thoughts? Uh, well, let's go, let's go Rizzo first, but then come to CJ after. EU top four. Um, yeah, what are, you, what, are you, what are you thinking about that right now? I mean, the, those four teams? I, mean I would have loved to see Moist in there, right? I would have loved to yep. see, I, and yep. I would call it an upset. I would have loved to see the upset there, see Moist in there. They took game two versus Vitality, I think it was. But, they, you know. they played really well, but yeah, it's a very that, exciting that series. That Vitality Offense, series is amazing. super close. Um, yeah. So obviously, yeah, I wish it was them, but that, I mean, the top four looked crazy. Uh, I'll be honest, after um, Moist was limited, I only watched the highlights, and there were a lot of highlights still. Like, you know, there was not a lack of highlights for Sunday. Uh, that's why I definitely still saw a lot of the top four. But, uh, you know, I'm sure, like, I know what to expect with the EU top four, and it's always ridiculous. Like, they always put on an absolute show, and, like, the teams are just a different level. Like, I don't mean to do tricks on it, but, I mean, seriously, the teams are so good. CJ, yeah, a lot um, of people have been saying that um, the the t- it's really a two team region that KC Vitality are the only teams. I've heard T Bates saying that Gentlemates beating Vitality was a fluke. Uh, that is his take on it um, currently, and uh, that BDS are you know also not near that level. But yeah, what do you think? Is it top two, top four? Uh, what's going on? I mean, it's it's the it's a big gap right now, and that's top four and the rest. Um, I think that. As someone that thoroughly, intensely watched and talked over a couple of the series, I mean, we had one of the semifinals being, I don't, I don't, people are saying the best series of all time. I don't know, that, that, it's easy to say when it's so recent. You oh, watch it's not, it. not think, all time. No, not yeah, all time. I think that when what, you, it it's, it's easy to say, I'd say the last three games of the series was probably peak Rocket League. I'd say the mm. first three Vitality um, didn't look that good, uh, but yeah, I think yeah. that it was f- it was phenomenal finish. It's probably a bit of recency bias. It was certainly one of these series of all time. Uh, the other <laughs> semifinal as well, obviously, um, K Cop reverse sweep. We had two game sevens in both semis. Grand final wasn't as fantastic, but the gameplay was still phenomenal. I think it's the best championship Sunday gameplay wise we've ever had. It makes yeah. sense though, you know, we're we're evolving as an esport. We are. Yeah. But had a, had a twenty month the, break, so there's a lot of time exactly, to exactly a lot of time to practice. Um I think it's just all about the French domination, uh top four teams and then a big gap. And I guess the reason why we're um back to the EUNA debate is pretty much because anyone who watched both the regions can tell that the championship Sunday was ridiculous, like far and away better than North America. And I think it'd be, I think the top four in Europe, if not top four in the world, top five, and then you could probably throw G2 in there. Um, it was, yeah, the gameplay was nuts. So Europe looking really good um, and definitely not a two team region. Like all the French teams are, are all there. And, and the important note, which kind of, le- it kind of ties everything in all of our topics we want to talk about today is all the teams were boot camping as well they're all locked in and, and it, it just it looks when you watch the european uh show you see look at the play cams the interviews and stuff it just feels like a i don't know like a different league like it's professional the professionalism on europe is yeah professional it's crazy right now yeah i was i would add i don't think um there's i, I think there is a gap there the top four have cleared the region uh mm-hmm. well the other the other teams in the region but I really don't think the uh, the next best teams in EU are like way worse than the best teams in good. other regions. I think it's just that the top four in EU are so much better than the other teams in EU. At least right now, yeah. we have to see from some more events. But I think if if those four teams didn't exist, I I still think the next four teams in line for EU would do just fine and have a great chance at bringing a land home for EU. Like you're looking at Moist. I I think they. 
they look like they're close to putting it all together. Um, I think Magnifico have uh, they've got a good team, very good team. I, I think they they could go better than they have so far. I think Oxygen underperformed. Uh, we obviously see what they could do in the off season. Um, so yeah, I, I think the next teams are actually still very good. I don't, I don't think they're bad teams. They're just being made to look like a level below because these. Well, it's like the French teams and all of the other players who have wanted to join the French teams, Rise, Atto, uh, Drali, Itachi, they all speak French. They're like, you know what? I'm just going to go join those guys. And it's just made them even stronger. So I reckon this, I agree. This top four looks stronger than the top four at the end of last season. And we were calling that top four at the end of last season for me, you the strongest top four of all time coming out of the strongest any region has ever looked. I think this looks even stronger. I don't know if you, mm-hmm. would you guys agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. But we have Bridge to see more, obviously. As well. I mean, mm-hmm. it's nuts. Well, I was expecting a bit of a... And we sort of saw it. You know, Vitality lost the lost around in, in the Swiss stage. Even, you know, Gentlemates got swept by Endpoint back in their qualifiers. They did beat them in Game 5 in Swiss. But mm. these teams, these top four, it's not like they completely destroyed everyone. They still had slip-ups, which probably makes the rest of Europe look more impressive. The fact that they can still beat these teams on their day. Um, and, and the top four still look that good on the Sunday. So... Yeah, it's a, a competitive region, but I really think that Sunday, the, just the level of play completely stepped up from the rest of the weekend. And um, I think we saw, it, it scared everyone. I think there wasn't too much of a, you know, uh, there wasn't too much copium from other regions around that gameplay. Oh. They were like, yeah, that oh. was that was seriously impressive. And we lost Johnny. We I'm good. I'm here to my camera. Don't worry, it, it should come back. There we go. I'm can back. we, can we but- talk about a, a more competitive region for a second? Mm-hmm. Can we segue yeah. over to a more competitive region? We saw a lot of upsets in the qualifier. Muffin Men didn't make top 16. I know a tragedy for CJ. He was, I mean, he was there. He was live. It was live on your stream. Game, game 5, five. OT. Yeah, game 5 OT, game five OT versus Energy. Honestly, I watched that. It was during a an intense moment in the Super Bowl. I was watching the Super Bowl, and I had Muffin Men on my phone. I was mm-hmm. watching. I was watching both of them. And then also, Rebellion, who made top four in the last regional, did not make it. Yeah. To top 16 this time around. Mm-hmm. Now that is true competition. That is competitiveness to a is team. Com- <laughs> yeah, no, it is competitive. I want, yeah, I, I want to talk about that for sure. Because, uh, yeah, that opens up a whole new can of worms as well. It's actually a already aging can of worms about the format that we've... Mm. Okay, did, we've already talked about it on the show. I think we've all probably give or takes publicly yeah. about the open quals every time. And I don't think any of us liked it. Did you guys like it at all at any point? Because there was day one knee-jerk reaction. I didn't like it. Then after sleeping on it, woke up, still didn't like it. And then after thinking about it, talking to people in the scene, still didn't like it. And now, like after two two events and three qualifiers, I still don't like it. I hate this, that every team has to open ball. Yeah, the the two things that I don't like is that every team has to qual every time. And the seating is bad like the seating is actually just it's just mm. bad like they're, they they have not done a good job of taking care of the seating and like the fact that there's a team that's like seed 200 that's like supposed to be like 50 is just not okay like that should not happen i mean the crazy thing as well is i was on the post show desk on eu on sunday and i almost had to like I don't know. When I was saying it, I wasn't believing it myself. But, you know, we just watched K-Corp, you know, probably the best championship Sunday of all time. And I think I said, by the way, if you guys want to sign up, you guys could play K-Corp next weekend on the Friday. <laughs> like, it's insane that a random person watching who's never picked up Rocket League before <laughs> could just sign up as a 1,000 so seed and play the best team in Europe 
first up. Like that should it it, it just should, I understand it it sounds really great that it's all no, 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 open, that it, that is cool for some people. Like some people would be like that's awesome. I would love to play against my favorite players and yes, it is really cool. It's cool for them. Yeah. You 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 don't see this happen in any legitimate sport or any legitimate competition where you just have the absolute best in class <laughs> confirmed. It's not not even just speculative anymore. They've literally just won the first event of the season. Nobody who comes out of like winning a big event in any sport then goes back to play against the random blokes in the Sunday league. You you just go right back to the main <laughs> like league. You don't have to requalify yeah, every time. I'm not even saying like, like change on? the format like an insane way. Just make the top sixteen go to Sunday or top eight go to Sunday. Like I think top that, eight, yeah. that yeah. So like I mean that it's it doesn't, it, doesn't yeah. really fix it, but it or makes go, go it to, go to better. The, you mean go to the main event? Oh, you mean like go to the last day of the qualifier? Yeah, just go to the last day of the qualifier. Like it's in the main event. I would just put them straight. I mean, yeah, I would too. I would, but you know, for orgs for org stability, put them in the main event. But like, if you really want. Your team's to play against uh, I don't know the sixty four seed. Then sure, put them in the. So I think it, after it, you've made a main event, you've made it through a main event Swiss. You've beaten three main event teams already. You should not have to go back mm. in the next main event to the open qualifier. If you made it through main event Swiss, you made top eight. You should just go straight into the just, next um, top sixteen. Simple. It's not just org stability. It's not just competitive. You know integrity. There, there's a reason why, as you said, you talk about football, soccer teams, you know, the best teams in the world. Mm. It's because branding, viewership, engagement, you want the best teams in the top. You don't want the potential for them to just get randomly beaten in a best of three, in this case, mm. to not make the main event. Like, you want K-Corp in every main event. Did you, you see want, the viewership? You want Justin you want in best... every main event. Exactly. Yes. It's exactly. not just competitiveness. It's not just, um, It helps you, know, you if you have him there. Is, Exactly. So, but let's let's give the move. let's give the usual um like uh what is it called devil's advocate and also you know give the fair you know response because they're not doing like you know the, the motivation for doing this is not to intentionally mess with teams you know it's not they're not thinking ooh yeah let's go and annoy a bunch of orgs let's stress out the players this is hilarious like they want like yeah, I'm guessing to make it as open as possible they're like okay anyone can win that's their their angle and yes that is you know uh, that's a plus in some regards that anyone can win it's a fair start nobody's given an advantage um and also you know the qualifier content is better and um i feel like yeah oh also yeah more signups probably maybe if you're going to get to play against the, the big teams i guess that those could be the arguments but do you guys think those reasons are like at all relevant Compared to the downsides, such as player stress, org instability, and just confusion, because what we, every all the fans tuned in last week or a couple of weeks ago were like, "Man, Justin made top four on his new team. That's sick. <laughs> He's like front front runner to Dude, qualify for the oh LAN. I can't wait to see Imagine him at event the two. Casuals, and yeah. Then they'll just be like, "What do you mean he didn't qualify? What is he? What, what the casual where, fans are just going to be Shopify? Who, who the hell is Gene Buffer?" <laughs> <laughs> And you know, so, just, I, like, congrats to them. No. Like, you can't. I, I'm happy for them. No, G in isolation. played in a bunch that's, of the draws. I'm, I'm proud of them. Good job. Yeah, no, that's re honestly for them. That's really cool because they are not to blame. They've just, you know, taken advantage. They've they've signed up and they've won. They've beaten the team in front of them. That's awesome. They they've made like an amazing run. So congratulations. Um, our you know problem isn't with te teams. We don't. We do want those teams who make the runs to come in. We just don't want the the there to be 16 spots up for grabs every time. No, we want it to be eight. Not 16. That's all we're asking uh, because it's just more stable. I think I want to talk a little bit about 
player stress, though. You guys were both pro, pro players. Um, mm. Some people think, well, some people look at those open quals and they think, ah, you're playing against champs, you're playing against like GC3s, whatever, you're a pro team, get the job done. But can you guys explain to people what it's like to play a best of three against players who are much worse than you and why that is an incredibly stressful experience, not <laughs> only during the series, but in the week or weeks up to that series where you're constantly thinking about the embarrassment of losing. Maybe we should get repercussions. Uh, Evo, Gyro, Arsenal. Maybe we should get them in here. Maybe we could see what <laughs> they have to say about that. See? <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to get a little bit, a little bit close. I don't know. I think it's one best of threes. I mean, come, come on. I mean, Muffin Man, I don't want to talk about my boys, but they lost. They went down the lower bracket. There's a reason why I had to play NRG to qualify. Um, again, it's just you lose a best of three. 2-1 mm. or whatever, you know, one goal games. And it's just it's just not enough. Statistically, I think we can talk about best of five is fine versus best of seven. I think Gibbs ran the numbers on that a while ago. Good, good in mind for a qualifier. But best of three, 2-0. I mean, 2-0 should never be a series win. And the fact that maybe really early on in the tournament, but really early on in the tournament should not have the best teams. It should so not have the best teams, yeah. If you're going to have the best teams, if you're going to have a fully open, it needs to be best of five from the get-go. And we can talk about Ferris tweet, tweeted in a minute, but he made a fantastic point in that the reason why you do best of threes is because the tournament days could be really the long. Frame, However, yeah. in this situation, these teams are rocking up, playing two best of threes, and then rocking up tomorrow. <laughs> they're you know, uh, playing four games of Rocket League and leaving. They're done in one hour or less. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's no reason to play a best of three because the tournament is spread out so much. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's, it's stressful i think a lot of players right now are probably experiencing peak stress from their rock league careers because they have to re-qualify every week and yes you're expected to re-qualify but that in itself is stressful the pressure of like achieving what you're supposed to achieve um and especially teams who are in the top four top eight already now you just have to you've you've, you've, you've done the the first part of this you know shop shop for rebellion they're they're in the top four you need to be top four to make land they you're are top four now they're just like oh my goodness we're doing it oh my goodness we can do this and now they have to go and qualify again. Oh, man. It's just so, it's just so stupid. I, I don't like it at all. It just doesn't make any sense. And yeah, I think probably it's one of those things that, uh, well, didn't, didn't somebody say that this is how they do it in Fortnite? That this is how Fortnite's always been? Yeah, one in chat, yeah I think so. It's always how Fortnite's been. It's always been open. Everything and is completely open things. and you just re-sign up mm. every time and you just, and, uh, <laughs> you just In Fortnite, you can win. sign up for the... EU qual from you well, know also, or like, you can sign up an SSA from EU is so if they're just like moving everything towards the Fortnite formula, they might be just thinking, ah, don't worry, it's fine because you know we've done it in Fortnite, nobody complains. Maybe they complained about the start, but then they got used to it. That is 
The Rock League's an established scene. It's not the same. This is not going to suddenly just become okay and everybody's going to be fine with it. No, it's just going to be more and more stressful and it's going to accumulate and orgs are going to get more and more annoyed. Uh, It's going to have more and more repercussions, I feel, the longer it stays like this. (laughs) So I said, you don't sign up, you literally just ready up. Yeah, I'm actually pretty sure it's just in the game. It's like a cash cut in the the game. game You're ready up. You're just ready up. But also, yeah, there's been a lot of... I'm, I'm pretty sure there's been a lot of moments where like um like top players in fortnite they just don't make it because you know when you add so much variance i mean i don't know like for the esport you want the popular players to make it yeah if they kind of you know you don't want well, me they, they, you don't, you don't want me it. to make it you don't want me to make it, but you want booga they've, to make they've it earned it yeah, yeah they, you they, want, just, you they literally Justin deserve it. it like they, they've been the top they've established themselves they've decided to make it a career and now they deserve like some kind of preferential starting point like did they I, I know that they just want to make it as open as possible. Wow, isn't that so cool? Anybody can yeah, qualify. Yeah, I think having you, you an open element that. is fine. Everybody, yeah, 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 I love the open element. fine with an open element, just not too open. <laughs> yeah, you still get it, but you don't need to like take it so far that it, not only is it now open, but everybody is in at that same point. And uh, I don't know. It, it's just very Easy hard well. to imagine. Very hard to imagine what that's like for pros. If you Double A limb doesn't give you the top 16 teams every time it no, just if, doesn't if it was swiss it somehow doesn't. somehow some way they did a swiss to find the, the final day should be swiss right the yeah. last yes. day should be swiss it shouldn't be double the limit should go from third like they the last day the sunday ball like, should be yeah 16, four, four swiss 16 to eight. or whatever it should, it should just be 16 to 8 because then you would have um the eight teams that are automatically requalified. I mean, basically, I'm saying let's just do last season's format. This is what it was last season. The eight teams, mm-hmm. the top of the points, automatically requalified for every event. Um, if you're in the top eight points, you're in the main event. And the next eight are in the final day, the Swiss stage. Um, and then everybody else can try and make the Swiss stage. And now you're now you're in the bit that actually does a good job of finding the top eight teams. Eversex so, says it should know. be a double 16 Swiss bracket. Does it, do you mean like so top 32 teams, two Swiss brackets? Is that what he means? Double, um, a double 16 person or a if double he means 16 two team Swiss, Swiss stages with 16. Yeah. Then, so he means top yeah. 32. Yeah. And I agree with that. Like I, I said four Swiss brackets, but two, two yeah. is also fine. It's whatever. It's, you know, same same difference in that regard. I yeah, think if they don't Swiss for the qualifier is what makes sense. Swiss is the most mm. fair format in my eyes to actually get the best teams to make it through. Yeah. And if, we if might they, as well, um, they don't want to also recall people, you just do two Swiss, like as Eversack said, you just do two. Mm-hmm. The best eight teams, or the you know four of the top eight are in this one, four of the top eight are in the other one, and the, the next eight and the next eight and so on. Yeah. So I think that would work, but it, it you can't have just, last last game double limit. It's just stupid. It's it's a it's a bad form. Like even though it's a bad format, there's still better ways to do the format that they have. If that makes sense. So yeah, even though we have double limit, there's better ways to try and still get that final sixteen. Even if all mm. the teams have to qualify, there's better ways to get all the teams to requalify, um, and then just we probably we touched on a little bit about the stress and stuff but me as a player i would hate playing like every every single weekend friday saturday like kid like i don't know this is it's a waste of time like to, having to play on fridays and saturdays the, fr- the friday um, is but, a huge waste saturday since some upsets do happen on the days it's like okay fine you might be able to make an argument for that but fridays are so free it's insane like fridays yeah. are so pointless but yeah the um the the the, the, the thing we're asking, so if they don't want to auto-requalify anyone, if that is like just a big, 
this is not happening. We don't do that. This is just not something that Epic believes in because they do it in Fortnite and everything yeah. has to be like Fortnite. Uh, then okay, like just do the just do the finals. The final day, the Sunday should be Swiss. As as yeah, like Eversack said, two Swiss brackets is fine. Uh, I would prefer just one, and eight teams are automatically in. But if that's really out of the question, then yeah, two Swiss brackets is probably the the way to go. And that would mean how many teams are currently in the final day? Is it 128 who go into the final day, or 96 or something? I thought it was 64. 64 maybe it is 64 yeah so you would just have to go one more round and get that down to 32 <laughs> that's all that's all you would have to do to make this possible yeah. and that there's so much time on the friday and saturday to do that you could make it you could do that and you could make it all best of five hey, uh, you do three, three series on friday two on saturday because this is your supposedly harder series and then mm -hmm. your sunday becomes your swiss yeah, with, so it, it's very possible to do it, it fit yeah. with all of their ideal ideology and still have a more robust format that more reliably finds who the top teams are. And if the response to that is, we want upsets, we want top teams mm -hmm. to lose, we want you know top teams to have to fight or to prove that they're still a top team, I'm like, come on, it's been like, it's been six days, bro. Like, it's not even six days, but five days since they, like, mm -hmm. Justin and that finished top four. And now five days later, you're like, yeah, but what if it was a fluke, though? What if now they're not even a top 16 team? <laughs> they got to go prove it again. It's like, what is going on here? Come on. They, they played like five days ago. They should not have to do this again. We basically, um, we've basically been talking about it, but should we just bring up Ferris tweet, which obviously is is yeah, let's talk about Ferris based around the we format. Should, we shouldn't read it all because it's a long tweet, but go read Ferris tweet for yourself. Uh, this Do you want to summarize, CJ? Uh, just the, the, the bullet points. Yeah, I can. I can Which he tweet, by the way, it. he tweeted this before Shopify Rebellion lost in the qualifier. This was not a reaction to it. This was before the qualifier happened that he tweeted this. It was actually yeah, the so day, I think, right after they won the event. They won Europe. He, he basically, he starts it off by saying, you know, we need to have a chat. You know, he's he's exhausted all other avenues sort of thing. We're not the, the communication, which is we've we've had a lot of um, other chalked episodes talking about communication, announcements, stuff like that. Um, you know, I guess everyone's still talking about when is the <laughs> where is the major. Uh, <laughs> but this is this is a different topic. So Farrah basically says, I'm just going to put it out there. So it's a, it's on a public forum um, and just see if anything come from it. But he, he makes a few main points. It's basically, it's largely around the format. So this isn't too much about, um, it, I guess, and it's, it's about the qualification. It's not about, I guess, the splits, about tournaments, about prize money, anything like that. It's just basically around the format. So he talks about the auto, qualif auto qualification spots for main events and the lack of, which is what we've just been discussing. You can get top four um, and then you're back to the start. He basically says there's a reason why Real Madrid or PSG don't have to go to stage one of the champions league qualifiers you know they're they're, they're already mm. leaps and bounds ahead they get a head start they've earned it there's a there for a reason um and if they're going to make every team qualify again which is what what we just talked about you need a better format to get the top 16 teams so there's kind of like um compounding mistakes there to, you should have the top teams auto qual but if not you need a better format um and then he basically says double double elim relies on very very good seeding and basically ensuring the top sixteen don't run into each other um, to get the top sixteen, which it doesn't really happen with the current seeding. You know, Rizzo, you got you've been playing a lot of rank three, so you can get a better seeding. Uh, yeah, Alpha can I just say uh, we were the th first off, we did not place uh, Turbo's cheeks, me Turbo, Pulsa, and Alpha Cap. We were we did not place in the top one twenty eight this time around, so we did not get paid. We also had the 32nd seed. 
Let me throw that out there. We had the 32nd seed oh. in NA because we did well in the first qual. And so we had the 32nd right. seed. And then we did, did finish it in, top 32 in the last qual. Sorry to interrupt. I, th- I don't remember. I think we did. I, I think we finished you, I don't... 28th or something. I don't know. I can't remember. But regardless, we're, we're 32. Um, and then we finished beyond top 128. So we're, I don't even know where we finished, to be honest. But. Yeah, so he left the team was seed 188. I mean, it just, it just goes to show, you know, backs up Ferris' point um, about seeding. I mean, he then goes on to talk about the best of threes, which we sort of discussed as well. It's another reason why we're having best of threes. People, are, we're playing two series a day and the best of threes. Again, it's not enough. It leads to inconsistencies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not fair. And then, so that's basically his, his points and then summarizes by saying all of this is removing any stability to the league. Inconsistencies are going to happen. It's unhealthy for viewers, for storylines, for teams, for players, for pros, for semi-pros and amateurs. There's all very easy fixes. None of these are cost-related um, um, fixes, he says. Mm. Um, and today, he, but this was summarized after the EU finals and basically said today really reiterates how good this esport is. But he's worried about long-term stability if these top teams aren't guaranteed auto spots, if the qualification system isn't, you know, airtight, and basically we need something to change. And he actually says we, he doesn't want to change next split. He wants to change right now or next season. Um, he needs something as soon as possible. That's how urgent it is. He reckons for the top teams, for orgs, for players. Yeah. Um, the esport. Um, I want to bring something else about that too, just kind of in general. I feel like a lot of people kind of undermine the importance of org stability. The whole reason this esport actually runs and is like, I mean, obviously like Epic, you know, runs it. But the whole reason that players are actually able to play is because orgs pay them a salary. And that's the reason you see your favorite players actually play. Squishy was meant to play the entire season. But after what, it, I don't know what he said in the tweet, six attempts of trying to find an org, they all backed out. And so he couldn't get a contract, so he wasn't getting a monthly salary, so he decided to retire oh, early, hello. essentially. Basically, <laughs> Johnny just cut out again. But basically, he didn't That's get a salary, and he didn't want to play. But imagine no player gets a salary because orgs don't want to buy in. Um, Jeremy, mm. who is the founder of uh, Shopify Rebellion, Jeremy Steves, he actually tweeted something similar as well. He said, complaining about the RLCS format after we had the worst single-day performance since we entered Rock League is pretty lame. Uh, we were bad, teams were good, they move on, we don't, it's fair. He's not complaining about the format, he said, you know what, we were bad this day, whatever. And then he's no, continu- disagree. That's It's great PR but, from him, but, but it, it is great PR. No, but, yeah, but I think he he's basically home. saying that it was fair to, like, everybody's yeah, playing by the same rules, yeah, we're same not rules, trying to exactly. say that we deserve to be in the event, like, he gets it. Yeah. Like, and then, now, and then he follows up his tweet and says, but when you combine the impact of one bad day and how it cascades across the rest of the year, the issues with Blast, admins, and the lack of a esports team at epic yeah it makes it pretty difficult to invest over the long term in rocket league it's sad because mm. i love this game so the founder of uh rebellion shopify rebellion who loves the game he's i mean he plays rocket league mm. all the time i'm pretty sure from what i've heard he plays rocket league all the time he's a big gamer and you know he's obviously invested in rebellion and in general in rocket league esports mm. and stuff he's saying as an org owner founder he's it's a hard thing to invest in the esports itself so you know if a founder himself is saying it's pretty hard to invest. You know, you could only imagine some of the other orgs or other CEOs are starting to think the same thing, you know, probably except for like mm-hmm. KC who's selling, a, you know, millions of decals or whatever, you know, all that and, stuff. But, but it's like very few and far between of the orgs that are actually having this immense success yeah. uh, compared to the ones that are 
struggling a lot more now and then also what this does is for bubble teams or what i'm not even gonna say bubble teams anymore because mm. like g buffo they made it through it's gonna be pretty hard for an org to want to just hop on and sign them regardless because they just randomly made it them. through Excellent. and yeah. next split or next split uh next regional they have to do it all again they have to go upset another team so it's like it's very yeah. hard for them to actually go mm. get a contract regardless it's hard for people like rebellion to want to stay in so it just makes it that much more difficult for players to receive a salary to actually well also the blank. format as well you orgs aren't going to want to sign a team for 12 months knowing that there's only two splits um there's they don't really know how long the season is what are we doing at the end we just had what a six month five month off season so it's mm. it's again it, it's all about you know how much do you want orgs to dive in and then we talk about the the, the org decal debacle as well that happened with you know teams, we didn't we didn't talk <laughs> oh, about this man. this could be a great topic of teams submitting decals that seemingly met their requirements and then upon release looked some of them look terrible <laughs> i'll say it some look nothing <laughs> like, like the announcements so, yeah um, again, it's more about org buying. And I tell you what, if, you know, we talk about helping out the lower teams get orgs, the, um, the, the smaller orgs, but I mean, let's talk about the orgs that are carrying this eSport. I mean, this this weekend, Europe was the biggest, I mean, staring you in the face for anyone watching Rocket League about how important orgs are. We just had the second highest, <laughs> and this includes world championships. We just had the second highest peak all-time viewership for Rocket League. And I'll tell you what. Insane viewership. i tell you what, Rizzo. It ain't from the Rocket League channel. It ain't from the Rocket League <laughs> channel at all. My goodness. It was from the orgs. They should be going what... that if I mean, if I was Rocket League, I'd be going, what do you guys need from us? This is unbelievable. CJ, I mean, there was the the KC um uh oh no co-finder or finder Arthur um Arthur Partico Ar Partico mm. sorry if I said his name wrong he's less CEO of mm. uh, uh of Carmine Corp uh that's what it says in his bio I'm not, I, mm. I am reading it. but yeah he he tweeted as well and re he retweeted the uh what you just said the the viewership uh like incredible viewership that uh that we had this past weekend. And he he said this is what the K the KC uh, one of the teams of the final whose stream pulled a hundred thousand viewers. Gentlemates pulled like hundred and thirty or four. I don't I can't remember something ridiculous. And mm -hmm. he tweeted skilled players plus amazing teams plus passionate co-streamers and then in brackets club owners or content creators equals fire. What we need to go bigger clean feed for viewer experience. So he wants like a clean feed of the actual broadcast feed being sent to them so they can stream in HD instead of the watching another stream, Re which stream, obviously yeah. like multiple, uh, uh, you know, re reductions in quality. That's totally a good idea, I think. So great, yeah. great suggestion. I would personally love a clean feed for my view, uh, view parties as well. So if you could sneak me that link, Arthur, when you get it, then I'd be much appreciating <laughs> it. He says as well, club sponsors on co-streams. We actually, I think we talked about that before, where uh, they announced it on their co-stream slash watch party. Um, whenever anyone's watching the mainstream on their view party, you have to turn off all of your sponsors from your org slash personal, personal sponsors. And I, I, I kind of get that in, as a like, out of the gate thing from Epic because they don't want to go through all that. They don't have the time or blast all the time to go and validate all the sponsors. But yeah, I think Casey asking that and any other like reputable streamer asking, hey, are these sponsors okay? Cool. Thank you. 
good thing we could confirm those because it's pretty much just like the usual no energy drinks alcohol like blah 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 but, uh, gambling i don't know it's like, e for everyone they don't want to show that uh or have that showing in rock league so that, that, that makes sense out of the gate but yeah i think it's a fair ask from arthur as well he says nine slash ten months of official games per year i think he means they want to have the season be nine or ten months again not, not a seven month off season not six basically. or seven um <laughs> That one, I, I don't want to. I, I don't necessarily agree with that. It really depends on what the off season looks like. So I don't know if that's maybe he's been counting off season to that. Maybe he counts off season tournaments, which is fair. But if he means a nine ten months RLC, I think we just got away from that, and I kind of like it. So uh, going to skip that one. Uh, but he says next season schedule in November, so he wants to know when the season is ahead of time. Uh, that would be nice. Uh, major dates and city three months ahead. Another good idea. And he said format adapted to Borg. Fantastic idea. Actually. And he referenced. Uh, yeah, it, it, fantastic. He, he referenced Farah's tweet uh, in, in, in the context of format. So this is a KCCEO saying, yes, I back what Farah is saying there about the format. Now, if, like CJ said, if I was uh, Psyonix, if I'm Epic, if I'm Blast, and I see the viewership numbers this past weekend, I would be, you know, sending a message, an email, something, a follow, I don't know. I'd be just hopping in and being like, hey, let's open up a line of communication here, clearly. You guys are doing really well here. We're doing really well. I feel like there's a mutual kind of beneficiary system going on here. Let's talk about that and like see how we can make it better. So the fact that Ooh, yeah. the CEO's tweeting about it, not a good thing. Why does the CEO have to tweet about this? Why does why isn't there already a line of communication yeah. there? That blows my mind. Like if 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 that was like if Jockcast, if we ran an event and like two big orgs watched our event and we had four hundred thousand viewers. You can bet we'd be DMing those people and be like, "Hey, let's talk, let's talk about this. Do you guys need it? Do you guys need anything from us? Do you guys anything. want to? How can we I'd make this better? How can we do this again?" I'd say my body. Like we're not dumb. We'd be like, "Okay, let's talk about how we can make this better. How we can do this again. You know, how can we do that? How can we do right. that again? Right? I don't know. Crazy. The, the thing is, is that I hope we're not looking at this as. Um, I'm, I don't know how to put this, but I, I don't want us as a community or Rocket League to look at the weekend and look at the viewership and be like, it was because of, like, the, like I, I hope we're not like, <laughs> format must be pretty good, second all-time viewership, you know what I mean? Or, production <laughs> must be pretty good. <laughs> we just did a great job. Come on, guys. Like, it, it, it'd be easy to go, we must be. I'll tell you what, this new season's working. This is, you know, the six-month <laughs> off-season, whatever. Because, like, I get a plea. I really hope that we are, as you said, um, at least at some point, whether at Psionics, Epic Blast, whatever, getting in contact and clean feed number one off the bat. Yeah, come on. I mean, that, yeah, get, kick, kick the second observer out of the lobby if we need to give him a clean feed. <laughs> no, but the, the thing is, they, they're there, get, that is what the observer is doing, though. The observer is getting a clean feed to send to the actual stream on the broadcast. So that is, it already exists. A clean feed will yeah. already exist. That is not even an ask. It's, it, it's just like, send it to us. You, we know you got it. Can we have it as well? Thank you. Uh, we're not going to mess it up. We've done this before. But I just wanted to also bring up one other thing related to the viewership numbers and the fact that the, the vast majority of it was from team streams, orgs. I've seen a lot of people in the scene, you know, discussing what they think about that. Uh, some people are really happy about the viewership numbers. Some people are really sad because they're like, oh man, people just want to watch the orgs. They don't want to watch our main channel. But uh, the thing is with, with the way the Rocket League works is the, the actual owner of the game, uh, Psionics and Epic, they run the esport. And their main goal is to get as many eyes on Rocket League as possible because that is their game. That is what they're really, at the end of the day, trying to promote. The esport exists to promote the game. So any eyes on the game is... Uh, value to them so they i don't think care as much 
like where the eyes what what where the eye is watching Rocket League. As long as it's watching Rocket League, as long as you're in the Rocket League section on Twitch, good. So a view is a view in that context. If it was another TO running it, yeah, they would want the views on their channel because they're not getting any benefit from people playing Rocket League. They need the views. They need the ad revenue. They need everything else related to that. So yeah, a lot of people talking about the value of a view. I I think there is actually a lot of value. And maybe I just believe in Rocket League as a game and as an esport more than the average uh, Rocket League viewer on in RLCS and the in the Rocket League scene. But I really believe that a lot of those Gataga viewers who tuned in, Gentlemates first uh, weekend watching RLCS, uh, well, being in RLCS, probably a lot of those people watched RLCS and maybe watched Rocket League for the first time. I think Rocket League is such a watchable product and RLCS is such a watchable product. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know... Blast got roasted a little bit after week one because there was some production like hiccups, uh, which is expected in their first week. G two rebellion. As somebody who just wa- yeah, that, <laughs> as somebody who just worked with them the past weekend, I thought they did really well. For they've picked That's up good. speed so quickly, and I had a great time working with them uh, behind the scenes and had a phenomenal time in the show. Can't wait to work with them again. So mm-hmm. I, I I I think that yeah, the actual product of RLCS is still excellent, and viewers on Gataga stream, I I'd be uh, you know. Shocked. If Kotaga next week tweets, I'm not going to be view partying. I'm busy. I reckon, you know, a large amount of those viewers are still going to tune in. They're going to be like, wait, that Rocket League thing I watched last week was actually really good. I want to watch yeah. that again. Like, I believe that strongly. And I think Rocket League, RLCS main channel in Europe, if if Carmen Corp and, uh, or if, if Kamato and Kotaga weren't live, EU RLCS stream would blow up. Rocket Baguette would blow up, like, even bigger. Those viewers aren't just going to go, oh, well, I'm going to go watch something else. No, they're going to find another way to watch it. A lot of them, at least. So I, I think those fans. I mean, there are definitely Rocket League fans in there. A lot of them. I watch. I watch the top. You know, even now, I've I've had an entire career. I got burnt out. I watch Zen. I watch K Corp go around. I'm like, I want to play some rock. You know, until uh, I actually jump into free play, and I'm I clearly can't yeah, do what they're sadly, doing. Yeah, like, sadly, I do the same thing too. But it works. I mean, it gets it you works. on the game. It gets people. Same with exactly. League, League of Worlds. I play League of Legends every time Worlds come comes along. Every single exactly. time. I fucking hate that game. Uh-huh. That game sucks. But I play it no matter what every yeah. time Worlds comes along because I watch Faker one time and I think I'm him. Can I just very, very quickly highlight that this entire podcast, I, I know some of you guys in chat are probably just joking, this entire podcast has just been roasting the format, has been roasting like decisions <laughs> and saying that we don't agree with them. And then one time I say, actually working with Blast was really fun and I want to do it again. People are like pandering, that, that, that. You're just trying to get Listen, just <laughs> wants a paycheck. <laughs> listen, it was actually really good. Like the, the, uh, hats off to them. They were, they were great and I've really uh, enjoyed yeah, working think, with them so think, far. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy to tell you guys that because I want you to understand that it's not all doom and gloom and it's not all the esports going to die. Like we're not saying this because we're, 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 we're doomers. We're, we're, we're telling you guys this because we're passionate about the scene. <laughs> Just Rizzo, stop it. I saw them getting roasted. I was like, I feel like that's a bit unfair. Like I've made those, I, I've seen those production mistakes in another context. People would laugh at it, but obviously with how Rocket League has been received and our RLCS has been received recently, I guess it fell in all the, it fell in the bag with all the other things that are getting roasted. Um, but yeah, I, I've I've loved loved working with Blast. No, so I, think, far, so. I think I think the event the event was a great success. I think like the EU weekend was so. Oh, good. bro, we were so gassed and, like and, in the green room. Oh my goodness, we exactly were having such a great time. Exactly what CJ said. I just hope they don't go back and be like, "Well, great success, nothing to change here," you know. But we like, I, everything was. I, I think it was good. You know, for all things considered, I think it was. Uh, uh, you know. Oh my goodness! I, well, I, I I, can I get a new camera, please? It was. Uh, it was a great weekend. <laughs> For Rocket League, I guess. That does want to be. See what happens, you call him a shill and he just disappears. No, <laughs> nah. um, I think it's 
I was going to, oh, I think that people just to summarize like the, the org viewership and stuff, people saying like, oh, you know, it's a pity. It's not on the main challenge stuff. Like, come on. It, it, it's it, people saying it's a negative. The fact that we had almost peak because it was, oh, people only there for the streamers, people only like, it's still a positive. Even if you get one more person interested, one more viewer that has now become a Rocket League eSport fan because they've seen it through Kometo or the Katago or whoever, it's still a positive for the eSports. So, and it doesn't um, impact it. the exist or it doesn't impact RLCS as a product, uh, seemingly at least, doesn't impact RLCS uh, negatively. If that, if viewer parties like this, if, you know, Blast Epic and uh, Sionix are looking at that like, oh man, the viewers, the, the main channel viewers are really going down, they would obviously say no view parties. Like, they're not doing that. They obviously like the fact that there are lots of views mm-hmm. on the Rocket League section because that is the goal is to get people to watch and play Rocket League. Put Rocket League in front of people's eyes, they're more likely to play it. They're more like more likely to play other games from Epic. I imagine that is their their the, uh, their theory. And yeah, they're right. Actually, it does work. If if you watch Rocket League, it's like you're sitting down and you're you're just watching. Like uh, if you're watching RLCS, you just watch an ad for five hours for a game. Uh, and mm. That you're more funny to play as well. It. Is, um, all those tweets, a lot of those tweets. I I think a lot of people missed like the layoffs, the epic moves, because Shice was getting tagged in so many, even though he's not working yeah, on the eSport. Nice, but Giga Chad Shice still replied to the head of KCOB and said, I'll see what I can do about the clean feed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Absolute Giga Chad still trying to get back involved. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully the top, you know, hopefully Kimeto Gataga get a clean feed mm-hmm. for next time. If you're pulling 100K viewers plus, if you're pulling, you know, two and a half times the main channel, I think you should probably get, probably get a clean feed. So... Hopefully, yeah, you get hopefully. something. Yeah. <laughs> but like, a lot of people are like worried. I just wanted to, yeah, just uh, to, to clarify again. A lot of people are worried that okay, this is bad because like if this if this keeps happening, the main channel is just going to become like pointless, and then they're going to kill our or get rid of our CS because without our main, without the main channel getting views, what's the point? But I don't I don't see that. I think that the view. I think these big view parties actually it may be the future. I think it actually very well could be the future of how esports looks, not just RLCS. Because it definitely seems like the most cost-effective way <laughs> to to run an esports org to just be a massive content creator uh, and, and pull in a hundred thousand viewers. <laughs> I mean, there's some really big content creators in the in, in the, obviously in the UK scene, in the US scene, in the Spanish scene as well, Portuguese, Brazilian. There are really big content creators out there. It's just like if the passion is there for Rocket League, then uh they could do this as well there are there are content creators out there it don't, it don't uh the spanish content creators on twitch have the crazy viewer records in the millions i'm pretty sure they do like ebay and that they sold out the new camp for a, like a charity football match they sold out chat they sold out the new camp that is a hundred thousand capacity real life stadium and they sold it out like what on earth is that is insane that's actually insane so if they if they got if they were passionate about rocket league and they did it then same thing would happen like millions of viewers we could be talking millions not just hundreds of thousands yeah i don't think it's it's a bad thing i think it can't be a bad thing this has to be good if other uh you know massive content creators see this and they're like wait that seems like a good idea bring it on bring in them all i i would love to for the rlcs main channel to be the 10th most viewed like stream uh i don't want to i don't want to see it in like the the opening eight when i open Mm. twitch like let's get all the big content creators in here uh all them watching all the eyes on rocket league all the eyes on on rlcs yeah, we don't realize how big the the world is. See, this this reminds me as well. I saw some TikTok of this guy at the Super Bowl going around going, 
what do you think's bigger, the World Cup or the Super Bowl? And they're like, oh, the, the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl, man. Look oh, at this yeah, spectacle. It's insane. Look at, I mean, look at this. <laughs> so, oh, man. Classic. Um, but yeah, the world is a big place and hopefully we can harness all of it. I mean, look how big the eSport is. We're not even, we haven't even tapped into the, the Asian market. We probably, we probably can't because China has a different game and whatever's going on. But Bro, yeah, if, know, imagine, that's a good, good comment. To imagine Sidemen at a Rocket League team. They were just like watching it. Oh my word. Yeah, UK, like, UK can, regain. <laughs> the UK There's really. so many. But yeah, I, I hope that the the all of what these big orgs are asking for is given to them. They're not asking for anything crazy. I think that there's a great potential relationship there and it can only open the door for more things like that, which I love. I love that world where mm -hmm. all the big content orgs and all of the big language, different language streamers and different cultures are coming together watching Rocket League. Like, how can that be bad? I just don't see it personally. I just do not see how that could be bad. So I'm all for it. And we can probably... We'll do a little. We'll do a little early leak. We we'll probably touch base on this next week um, because we're we're aiming to get to get Farah on the show. The man behind the uh, we do want Farah. Casey, give us Farah tonight. He's a Let hard man to get a hold of. He is a he's hard, hard man to get a hold of. He's, he's got he's got Matt. You know, you, you, you talk that. to his manager on manager on manager. He needs pre-approval of pre-approval. He's, he's call my guy. Say, well, yeah, you know, Farah. Farah's a bit of a. He's a Next bit week. of a wild card. He, you never know what he's going to say, Casey. I've got him like a, on a heart, very like short leash right now because they never know what he's going to say. I'm joking. Fair is actually a professional, constant nah, professional. He wouldn't say anything. So we'll probably touch base. Yeah, Casey, let him on so we can let you, let him tell your story. We want to hear it as well. Yep. Uh, we'll get uh, back to the uh, yeah. We'll get back to the format. I'm sure and deep dive into it and do a bit of an EU preview, but. All right, we've talked, we've talked too much about the format. Can we let's switch this, this up? This is a, a good bit. amount. That's a good amount. Isn't we, we've it? talked too much there. format. We've summed up EU. We've summed up NA. Mm -hmm. What's going on? Yada, yada, yada. Now, here's the real battle EU versus NA. There was a lot of discussion <laughs> about, for uh, oddly enough, specifically about boot camps because the top four mm. teams, I believe, in EU were all boot camping and. And this uh, isn't a new thing. It's been happening for many years now. Like all the top, a lot of the top teams. Yeah, in the year a lot of the top teams in the yeah. EU. I, yeah, you constantly see them on their cams. They're they're boot camping a lot of times. See them all in the same place, the same facility. But NA teams, you just don't see it as much. When was the last time you saw an NA team boot camp? Actually, like for a regional, I don't think I could actually remember. Maybe one <laughs> Dignitas last season. I feel like I remember seeing them all in the same spot. Oh yeah, yeah, like, last season. Can I say? I feel like early on, you're like last season first split. All the NA teams are pumped. Furia. Furia, Furia, complexity. Furia complexity. Furia complexity. The, the actual non-NA teams. The, the, the only teams in North America were not in North America. We're boot camping. And then also, yeah, Jack and Nolly were boot camping a little bit. They didn't have anywhere to stay. Shopify Rebellion. Wait, weren't, weren't Jack and Nolly in the Shopify Rebellion facility? Or am I making that up? I feel like they were. Yeah, they were. They were. There was, yeah, we yeah they, they were in Shopify. But not all of them. But look at how I botched that word. That's like so so uh, on on top. Like jumping ahead though. Uh, Shopify Rebellion. Why are why are non Shopify Rebellion players boot camping in Shopify Rebellion facility? And the Shopify Rebellion players aren't boot camping in the Shopify Rebellion facility. What is happening? I, Justin is in flying to Canada for a boot camp. Why not though? Mateus, Actually, why not? Mateus, not that part. Mateus said, "For real, maybe G two with Rizzo, full team together." That's the last time we saw a boot camp was when I was <laughs> playing. Was that the last time, guys? Are you serious, uh, Okay, go on, CJ. Let's like, let's just set the tone a little bit, all right? Because so we're, we're, we're getting a bit tweets, heated. CJ. You need to yeah, you need to give the give the context with all the tweets. You've got all the tweets, yeah. I believe. So right. the reason context. that I'm I'm pretty heated because again we we talked about it before. It's fantastic. 
Europe versus North America. It happens every time. We can't get away from it. I feel like even the people that say they want to get away from it cannot get it. away from it. They as soon it. as, you know, North America played, there wasn't too much to talk about because, you know, we haven't seen Europe yet. But as soon as Europe, as soon as that Champ Sunday played, oh boy, it's already <laughs> going back and forth. And I, it is fantastic. And I don't really know how we got onto this debate. There was a space, man, tweet about format okay. and basically saying how the open quality um, format is good because it may it might get North America to grind again because they're so far behind. Um, which is talk about like just very quickly. What is what what on earth are we talking about here? Like how 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 do we? I know I don't I don't want to like get hung up on this too much. But yeah, I saw that tweet and I just don't understand if it's just going. Uh, what do you call it? Devil's advocate on the hot on the general consensus that the open format is bad. That playing open quals all the time is bad. I just personally can't see how that possibly helps. NA specifically, I don't. I yep. don't see how that could be good for one region. Uh, no, I, I don't agree. Uh, it's it's kind of like OCE grinding more in OCE isn't going to help OCE. So there, there was some comments there, like <laughs> maybe boot camping in Europe, getting out. So, you know, anyway, that so that that kind of started this little. You know, we're getting on the. It didn't start it. There was obviously talk as soon as EU's happening. There's always talk whenever these mm. regions play. EU versus NA. And That's I, cool. I, I it's, honestly, it's because just very quickly, it's because. EU looks so good, so everybody starts looking for reasons to explain it, and it can't be that the teams are just better. It has to be something yep. else. That is why this is happening. So, it must be the so, boot camps. It can't just be better at Rocket League. Exactly. So, so these North Americans, um, or maybe whoever, I'm not saying just North Americans, people are watching Europe. They're watching the Sunday. They see you know, the top four, as you said, Rizzo, all boot camping. Look how professional, look at vitality. Mm -hmm. They've got a coach. They've got a second coach. They've got a performance coach, a mental coach. Uh, they're all in the same facility there. You know, you look at, you look at gentlemates, you know, they've got pot plants behind them. They're not, they're not even being watered. That's they're how not much even they're real, grinding. But they look like um, they're dying just to make them more convincing. It's incredible. Exactly. What they're doing. Anyway, they're all locked in professional outfit. Everyone in jerseys, you've got coaches behind them. You've got, and then these, the, the people are watching this and going, well, of course, of course Europe are better. Of course the top four is better. Look at them. They're boot camping. We can't do that in North America. <laughs> and, well, my first question to that is, okay, okay, you hang on, you, why, why can we not do this? Um, and then, and then we're, we're seeing people say, oh, well, Europe has such a high-speed metro system. <laughs> they, they can just... <laughs> These guys can rise can just hop on a train uh, from Lisbon from Portugal. to Portugal. Yep. He's in Paris in three minutes. It's <laughs> it's fine. I uh, mean, Europe is so connected, <laughs> so connected that, that 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 these guys can just do it for free. And no one here is no one no one in Europe as well is under eighteen at school. There's there's no there's no young kids, so no, they can just they, go they whatever they want. Zen's ancient, us, actually. Whereas us, yeah. us North Americans, we are so spread apart. And we do not have any form of transport that could connect us together. And in this economy, in this economy, you think it's feasible for us kids to come together on a weekend or to boot camp for a split? Not a single team could possibly do that. Not a single team could possibly do that. No money. And no money for that. Is, Where's the money? There's no money in NA. No, there's now definitely listen. no money for that. Too expensive. Now, listen. This seriously made my blood boil to be honest to to see the level of copium and it and it was from some higher pe there were some people within the North American esports community why within the why just read the tweets okay 
Exposed. I can read the tweets. So I, yeah, that's that's right, Rizzo. Call them out. No, I mean the tweets are on a Call public forum. If you want me to read, them, are, let me tweets. know which ones to read, and I'll, I'll read it. <laughs> All right. So we've got some links in there. Um, I think one of one of the big ones here. It got five hundred likes. Is Raw Greg? Raw Greg, coach. And he's in coach, chat. And he's in chat. Head coach of Luminosity. And he says, "Am I the, oh, wait, 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 I'm the only person who reads Raw Egg every time I see that name? I can't read Raw Greg. I only see okay. Raw Egg well, every time." Well, this anyway, is a big I did one. also just please say Raw continue. Egg. Yeah, please continue. This is a big one. And look, we've got a few in here. I don't think we need to read wait, them all. Wait, wait, before you read it, he said, "Read my tweet and understand what I'm saying. It's a lot deeper than a tweet length." Oh, we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get into it. Oh, trust me. Oh, no, don't worry. Trust me, Mr. We're going deep on this. I'll read the entire tweet. I'll give the due diligence to read the entire tweet of this. So, Raw Greg says, I don't know when we started ignoring the current state of the economy, but these discussions about NA boot camps in regards to us caring about the progression of our region need to stop. These are not player decisions. We went to Dallas for all of first split last year under Optic, and I saw firsthand how beneficial that was long-term for our team. Here's the problem. Geographically and culturally, it makes much more sense in Europe to get on a train or a short flight and head to your orgs HQ to play your matches together. In America, it is not that simple as we are a much larger landmass with travel complications in a brand new format. They all want to boot camp. They all want to win. Right now, we don't have the ecosystem to support it. Use common sense. Use common sense, CJ. Okay, but let's, before we deep dive that, we will. We will circle no, back. On, Johnny, wait, there you are pause. More. I want CJ, CJ, please. He had something to say. No, 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 wait, wait. We need more tweets because we have okay. to circle back, but there are more tweets. Okay. Give the full, okay, full contact. Okay, okay, okay. My hands are tied. Okay. My hands are tied. And now our, one tweets. of our favorite Patreon patron members, one of our favorite people on earth, mm. beautiful editor, photographer, has mm. filmed, has recorded for the Chalkcast. Caleb Legend. has tweeted. Help with solo queue as well. He's helped with everything. Yep, we love him. Not today. He tweets. EU's take. EU's takes on NA's ability to boot camp constantly will never not be funny to me. As yeah. if we like the fact that it's so expensive here, the players live fifteen hundred plus miles away from each other, and our methods of transportation are terrible. So many clueless takes. LMAO. Okay, that's and then we've got. That's a tweet. Um, I I don't know if we've got any more. Um, oh, there's definitely more. Hold on, there was definitely, definitely more. more. There's, a, there's a lot there's of a replies as well. We've got some uh, on the other other that, side. That of is thing. the other side. Uh, yeah, Kavalo tweeted. I don't really know why NA fight is fighting so heavily against his bootcamp idea. If you're choosing something to invest in as an esports org, give yourself the best chance of winning. Should be one of those things. Kavalo is an um, agent for a lot of the players, by the way. Hmm. Um, so have you guys caused the tweet? Says Garrett. Garrett, we. Have we, we didn't. I don't know. Are no, we, are we, still we didn't do no. these tweets. Are we Garrett, we don't know what caused it. Are we still going? No, hold do on. We need okay, more quick, quick question before we move on. We, because I, I we don't actually know. Garrett, Garrett has a good point. Did we cause this? No, we didn't start the discussion. We about haven't done tweets. a show in I don't two weeks. Achilles, right? Achilles started it. Where was it? Okay, we might have missed this. Hang on. I'm looking it up. We're looking it up actively. Uh. Raw Egg and Chat says we are not fighting against boot camping. That's why this is so absurd. But your tweet seems oh, like oh, it's yes, fighting. Yes, yes, yes. He did start it. I remember this tweet. Oh, okay. we lost Johnny. Jo oh, wait. Johnny's fully lost. Fully lost. Okay. We fully. Is he going on a disc? No. Johnny, you here? All right. Forget about him. We don't need Fold him. Right disband, now. Full disband. Full disband. Team's gone. Okay. Go on. Yeah. Achilles started two days ago when he said with a tweet that got 40,000 impressions. NA need a culture change to start closing the gap to EU. And then writer's point. Almost zero teams boot camp. 
and then still recycled talent this offseason for most teams. Maybe we need the salaries to take a big cut so the region wakes up and realizes they are blessed and put in more effort. <clears throat> that was kind of, I think that got the ball rolling. I think that really got the ball rolling. Where on earth is Johnny? It is. An, bro, again, bro, can I'm, you hear me? Hello? You're back? <laughs> We're all good, Johnny. Hey, you in the toilet? What's going so, on? Not going to lie. Like, I'm sorry to understand, like in the current economy, how it's so difficult to run a boot camp. I can't even afford electricity. <laughs> I'm on my phone sitting in the dark. I've got no electricity and I need help, but I'm here to talk about boot camps because okay, perfect, I, can't, perfect. I can't sit this one out. So I'm going <laughs> to subject you guys to my right. phone. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you're not talking, yeah. please hit your mute button. All, all that being said, it will be good. We'll be good. Okay, perfect. All right. Now, Rizzo, do you want me to go first or you? Go on, just go. Ladies and gentlemen, some of these tweets are absolutely outrageous. Now, I might be able to agree that it is a cultural problem in terms of just North America in general, a lack of, a lack of wanting to boot camp. I think that could be a thing. But... Do not get me. Firstly, landmass is ridiculous. There's about two players that live on the West Coast. Hop on a plane. For goodness sake. I travel 13 hours to go to these lands. Hop on a plane. It is not that hard. Second point. These players are earning $20,000 a month. Do not get me on financial problems. 20 grand! <laughs> no, and 20, 20 grand's too much. You're too high, camp. but your point still stands. 20 grand might Sorry, be Sorry, it might be 15. Yeah, there you Do go. Do not get me started that it's too expensive to boot camp. Sorry, it no, might be 10, 15. I don't care. 10, 10 Ladies and gentlemen, listen. I was paid $3,000 a month on Renegades. We flew to Michigan to boot camp for LA. I went past LA. I'm going to pass out. I can't do it. If you want to boot camp, you can boot camp. It is not that hard. Put in the effort. Stop with the copium. Okay, yeah. I, like, seriously. No, I, I'm, I'm I actually... Okay, we were talking before the show about how we need... We tried to get Reynolds because we wanted somebody with a differing opinion because I think we all agree on this point in the, in the same same exact standpoint we have the same exact standpoint on this it makes no sense that uh a, a landmass difference is what's causing uh no boot camp because it takes five hours to get from la to new york city that, that is the entire country zian it's the entire thing wow five hours that's crazy five a five hour flight yeah you know time difference you know maybe if you count time difference maybe it's nine hours whatever whatever you want to say um, but yeah, it takes five hour, five hour flight. Regardless, if you want to boot camp, you will boot camp. When I was on G2 and we had the team house, what we did Tell is we agreed to take a salary cut to get the team house. Now, go figure. it was, it was a different world back then, right? The economy was <laughs> different, but it's Clearly. not to say that you can't take a salary cut potentially to make a boot camp happen. It's not to say that you could keep the salary and pay for it yourself all you have to do is pay for a flight and i know rettles lives in dallas and raw egg lives in dallas you get two players to pay for their flight and you have a boot camp in dallas no am i insane to think that season four rlcs what we did is we all me and jay naps he came from canada by the way let me throw that out there he came from canada nova scotia nobody knows where the fuck that is by the where way where is that nobody it's knows is that scotland 
Might as well be, it honestly. Actually, it does okay. mean New Scotland. That's what it means. Okay, well, there you go. He, he came from New Scotland. We flew to Georgia. Nobody wants to be in Georgia. Okay, we both went there. We slept at Cronovi's house, and we boot camped at Jazzo's house, our manager. We rented PCs and made it happen. If you want a boot camp, you're going to make it happen. Mm -hmm. Yep. And don't, you can. And Listen, don't, I, and don't I, give me, Garrett, look, I, you know I love you. Don't give me the come on, man. You know you can make it happen. It's possible. Nah, you can. You let me can. say again. Oh, he, he, meant, he meant the Georgia thing. He, he meant the Georgia yeah. thing. Oh, oh, maybe, maybe I'll go to Georgia sometimes. If you're there. Sorry. If you're there. Okay, my bad. Um, and I, look, I mentioned my boot camp. People are saying, that was for a major. That wasn't for a regional. And there's people, I've seen the comments saying, you know, we, can, we can't boot camp for a whole split. We have school. We'd have to do it per weekend. We're not going to fly them out every weekend. If you only boot camp for the main event, let me blow your mind, orgs, players, teams. It's six weeks for the whole year. There's only six weeks. There's two splits. It's six trips in 52 weeks. Do you realize how short the season is? Do you realize how important every weekend is? Like, it, we're not asking for crazy. Like, if you ran the numbers on how much it would cost to fly the kids out for the weekends, for six weekends, it wouldn't be that much of a, of a pay cut, as Rizzo said. He took a pay cut to boot camp. Mm. It's not that hard. Europe can do it. And EU, what's, what's yummy? Yum, yeah, yummy saying that there's 6% more landmass in EU. I don't know about this landmass thing. It's crazy. The landmass is so stupid. This whole high-speed metro Europe public transport's way better. Like, Rise catches a train from Portugal. Like, you know, the, uh, <laughs> I can't remember who it was. I saw Resolve saying that these players are catching two flights in a train to get to their boot camp. Yeah, people are acting like, oh, in Europe, you just hop on a train and you're there in three minutes, like in the whatever destination you want to go. Like, this is crazy. Come on, guys. I've flown a, a no, hundred domestic easy. flights in it's America. Easy, just hop on the plane and you're there. I it's mean, come easy, on. man. Like, uh, no, season two, I'm not a one-upper or anything, but season two, I was manager of Flipside Tactics getting paid next to nothing. And the players are getting paid next to nothing compared to today's salaries. I told the org, if you can get them to the correct country, I'll do the rest because I wanted to help them win. So they boot camped in my living room, season two. There's videos to prove it. A lot of you guys probably were there. I know you're all hardcore fans. But this is like so easy. I cannot believe that orgs are coping. And I know that was the World Championship yeah. back then. Look at the prize money, though. World Championship back then was like a regional prize money. So it's the same thing monetarily. And the game is way more now. So you should all be boot camping if you're serious about getting better. They should be boot camping in Europe for crying out loud. Go to Europe, fly to Europe, boot camp against the Okay, Sun that's team, not logical. You can't you can fly win. to Europe and then play your qualifier in one weekend and then do the other. No, no, no. The, I mean, you can, in, in it's off possible. But... In the off-season. Yeah, there you I go. Can't, I, I'm actually genuinely okay. surprised that no team boot camps in Europe in the off-season. I'm dead serious. I'm about to lose my mind. Can I say something that Raeg just yep. said in chat? He said, Genji is based in Seoul. Nobody's asking you to fly to South Korea. G2 is based in Germany. Nobody's asking you to fly to Germany. There are other orgs within the vicinity you can you can you can ask moist i don't know they're in florida ask mm -hmm. moist. i'm sure it's possible james bot has an entire facility in michigan which by the way he tweeted that he's offering he it, it he offered it up if mm -hmm. you guys want to after this whole Esper thing sparse, so maybe you didn't know about that but Renner. james bot has a place you can make it happen it's not an impossible yeah. test. You don't have to be at your org's facility. They're not going to ask you to go to Germany or they're not going to ask you to go, yeah, you have to boot camp in South Korea, bro. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Like, that's not going to happen. And you know, Jack and Noli, they were in, uh, where was it? Canada, Montreal? Was that where rebellion. it was? Rebellion. Yeah, yeah. they are a rebellion Toronto. facility. Where was that? I think Toronto. Toronto. They were in Toronto yeah. to, to do that. But that was a visa thing. Regardless, you can go to other org's facilities. It doesn't have to be your org's facility. I know uh, LG's facility is, uh, where is it? It's also Toronto, is it not? 
Are there HQ? Don't know. Um, Something like I don't that. know, actually. Somewhere in Canada, I think. No, it's, it's an effort thing. It's an effort thing. Like, it all is, this nonsense it, it about landmass size, this economy, this. The players are making enough money. The orgs are spending enough money. The orgs are invested enough. That is a small investment versus what they're already investing. For some of these orgs, at least, it's an effort thing, and it's also a will to win. The European teams, actually, I know we joke about it a lot, but they actually want it more. They do. The European yeah. teams are more competitive. They want to win more. The NA teams are just coping if they're saying that it's the, you know, boot camps are not feasible. Yes, they are. We, we, we've yeah. all boot camped like when Rocket League was a tiny, tiny esport versus what it is now. And it was, if it was feasible that's, back then with no money, it's feasible now with the money. That's what I was League. saying. That's Rust why me. it hurts so much because somebody just said Rizzo played against plumbers. It's not the same. But like, <laughs> that's because we had the passion back then. Where's the love of the game? Mm -hmm. Where's the love? Where we were getting it? paid beans back then. This is before the 8.5, before the salary cut. This is like when we're on, on beans going to Jazza's house and Kenobi's house and stuff like that. That was before the big money came in. And they stop using buzzwords like like culture. Like it's just want. It's just want to win. And it's what is that? I don't know, what does that mean? Saying what school, does culture mean? What does that mean? It's, 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 it's just, culture. I'm sorry, I can't. I can't see the chat. I can't see. The, I had to close the chat because I've, I've got power cuts. So I can't see you guys. I, but as Raw Egg said, what culture means in the context of this tweet? Because I do want to understand this tweet. We're not trying to take anything out of context. I don't see how the culture in NA has any impact. On whether or not you should do camp, I just don't. But it, I'd like, love to have that I understand what you we mean, Gareth. Like but here. it's the same. It's the same thing as saying like, I don't know. No one in my area goes to the gym. It's a culture problem. Like you just someone has to <laughs> someone has to turn the tides. Like like someone Gen G. <laughs> NG boot camped in the Shopify facility that won. Garrett, you boot camped in season nine. You won worlds. Like it, you, we were just like it's it, it's just like if top teams turn like it just takes one person to turn it around and one team to do it, and everyone will do. I don't know. It's just and people saying school and stuff like you are playing at the highest level of well, a profession. Like the top four oh, teams, the top teams in Europe should do it. I don't necessarily well, agree with that school. one, CJ. I'm being well. honest with you. I don't agree with you. Like ditch school, you know, get your. No, I'm not saying ditch school. I'm saying you can you can find ways to to work around it. You know yeah. what I mean? You can yeah, find ways to work. Hundred percent. You can online, online school, yeah. homeschool, like do your tests online, your class online. There's lots of ways. But there What's are, are there a lot also, of these EU pros are in school as well. Yeah, a lot of people say school as well, but there are also plenty of teams who are just straight up not in school that are not doing this as well. So it's not even just like a school issue. It's like, oh, these guys have school. We can't boot camp. It's like, no, you guys are all out of school and you're also not boot camping. Like, and you have an org backing you and, you know, you get the salary and it's possible and you have two people uh, this, living in the same location yeah. and yada, yada, yada. This is just a small, like, insight. I, I really feel like the reaction to this whole boot camp conversation is uh, it's not just an isolated incident. It is an example of how NA or why NA is falling behind. It's not the only reason, but it's part of the reason. And the reason is, the effort is not there, the competitiveness is not there, and the professionalism is not there from the NA teams compared to European teams. European teams, they, they take ranks more seriously, they take scrims more seriously, they're boot camping, they're taking events more seriously, they're taking their improvement more seriously. I still to this day hear about top teams trolling in scrims. Uh, and I, it blows my mind. I'm like, what are they doing? Do they yeah, not want to get better? We had, fro we had Frosty on like two weeks control. ago and he name dropped Dignitas yeah. instantly. <laughs> Like, what are they doing? This is, this is insane to me. Like, what, why are you even, why even bother if you're going to show up and practice just to go and do something uh, like waste, waste everybody's time? That's so disrespectful. I don't believe it. So I, I think it's just a, it's an example of why EU teams are going further and further ahead. Yep. Oh, 
I don't know. I just, I just, I honestly, for the people that are that are defending the lack of boot camps and like, I don't know. You can make, you can say, I know you can say it's a cultural problem. You can say excuses, but there's no reason really why it doesn't have to change. Like you can't just be like, oh mm. well, we've all we've never boot camped, so we're not gonna, we just can't do it. Like it's just, it's crap. Honestly, it's crap. Like if you guys want to get better, mm. just admit that. Like you, you guys aren't as professional or taking it as seriously as you probably could be. Like that's kind of. That's and if they did, if they did boot camp, it would all fall in line so much more easily. You would start to take practice more seriously without even making any effort. It would just, it would feel more professional. It would feel more serious. Scrims would matter more. Reviews would matter more. Everything would feel so much more professional. Coaching, uh, talking to mentality coach, whoever, uh, it would all just start to fall in line. I do think it's all tied together, but this is just one example but like you just said it can be fixed i think if they boot camp if they really do take it seriously then they would start to improve much faster and the amount of times yeah. i saw by the way back in the day i remember the uh, oce teams would show up to boot camp like two weeks before land um yeah. and when they'd show up i saw some scrims day one and they were way way off the pace by the time like those two weeks of boot camp had passed they would be significantly improved mm -hmm. because they would yeah. finally get to boot camp against better teams they'd really start improving quickly would that happen uh you know if na team started boot camping against the french teams i genuinely think so i think if they started boot camping against eu teams yes i think that that should be a consideration not just in the off season in the like transfer window literally instead of like you know just staying home in the transfer window go to france boot camp and you're genuinely gonna get <laughs> to be better. fair to be fair even if your team is staying together in the transfer window there's no way they're actually staying together in the transfer window that's kind of just how it goes it's like yeah we're staying together we're gonna be a team and then like three days before the deadline they're like oh yep my teammate just fucking left me i don't know but, but the problem is johnny is I, I agree people, with that. the problem anyway. is that the, the na just go like oh yeah good one look we're not going over there they go, oh, we're not gonna practice against those guys they're stupid we're fine over here you know it's just and again, I guess you could say, you could say it's culture, but I, I think it's just like an easy, it's like a cop-out as well to use, to just say, oh, it's cultural, it's never going to change. Do you know what I mean? It's just uh, kind listen, of like, like, oh. life, like I, I don't want to like turn this into EU a culture versus any culture debate because we've, uh, you know, got enough to talk about here, but it is definitely very easy to live daily life in like any places that you're going to be boot camping in Europe, daily life is going to be very straightforward. It's going to be very easy. Everything's very connected. If you guys are going to use that against uh, uh, the the boot camp discussion. Mm -hmm. You have to accept that. Yeah, if you go boot camp in Europe and the transfer ready, you're gonna have a great time. You're just gonna be like walking out everywhere between um, practice. I, I feel like it just. It, I'm I'm baffled that hasn't happened already. It would be the first. If it, like genuinely, I have no interest really right now in managing or coaching a team. But if I did, I guarantee that would be the first thing I would be trying to arrange in any downtime is a boot like an NA team if I'm managing an NA team or honestly a team anywhere outside of EU. Move them to EU for a couple of weeks and boot camp. Let's get better. Let's improve. Like you're already so invested. You're investing so much money, five figure salaries for for a whole team each. Why is the boot camp the sticking point when it's going to be cheaper than one month salary for one of your players? Yeah. That's insane. Okay, there's there's two things. Uh, John John Aka always said even crew is boot camping in Argentina. Oh, he put a question mark. So maybe, but. Maybe Argentina um, is what he's saying, but he said they have two Brazilians and they're also on the lower Sam salaries, so they're boot camping somewhere, okay. but they're on the same salaries and they have two players from Brazil and they're still finding a way to boot camp. That's what I don't get about these NA 
like I obviously I have no idea about contracts. I know no idea about like well, some idea about contracts, but no idea about their negotiations, what they want. But I know when I played, the biggest thing was are we going? We need we like in every contract was boot camp before every major, and for mm-hmm. NA teams, I don't know if they're all just like more worried about oh I've got I get paid one k more than you. I get, oh we got twelve k that's sick or we got whatever whatever they're getting paid. Like the priority should be if you want to seriously like the proof is in the pudding. Look at EU. The proof is in any time a team's boot camp. Look how successful G two were. If I was a player. Not only wanting to make a team, I'd look for players that will be able to, you know, that aren't just like, oh, I've got school, I can't go anywhere, I can't boot camp for anything. I'd have a team that can move to a team house or boot camp at least during a split and get it to happen and get an org that if, you know, if if it means we take a, a bigger pay cut, but we have a team facility, we have a place we can practice, then that's priority one because that means it's going to equate to better results and then you're going to have a better, you know, you're going to be more successful as a team. <laughs> You got the most chance to win. I feel like now the most, the biggest thing mm. is like let's just let's get the biggest contract we can and then just sit on it and then oh. hopefully we just stay around. Do you know what I mean? It just doesn't yeah. feel like there's a winning mindset. I wanna I wanna reiterate this as well because somebody uh, Immortal in chat said didn't G two bootcamp in EU before last Worlds. We're not talking about before majors. Before majors and Worlds, usually teams bootcamp or they get there a little bit earlier to kind of get practicing. We're talking about before regionals specifically uh, in this mm. instance. Because EU teams but do it, same teams do it, and A teams do not do it. G G two did do that. Yeah, he is, he is right there. I think they did bootcamp for a couple weeks before wild, or maybe one week before wildcard, which is two weeks before worlds. I don't remember exactly. It could be more. And yeah, they improved a lot. They didn't even make the previous major, and then they made top eight worlds. That's a big jump, and they did not look like they were ahead in that trajectory. So I, I, I don't know. I think it makes sense. But what do you like? Why would you save it for the major? Like surely boot camping online as much as possible is going to just prepare you even more because then when you finally do boot camp for the major you're like oh yeah we, we know what we're doing here we've done this before we know what works we know how to improve rapidly we we're in the you're just, it's just automatic at that point you don't have to learn because boot camping is is a skill like knowing how to get the most out of that it's oh yeah and and you just look at like team environment, like Mateus brings up a great point like you've got to have the team chemistry outside of it and you know we joked about um, last season or the season before, how Europe, you know, at, when they weren't screaming, they're all in the pool together. You look at Worlds, Vitality's playing table <laughs> tennis together and stuff. Like, and and, and this is, I'm not going to say it's, it was every NA team and stuff, but so many NA teams just rock up like nine to five, clock in, clock out, play scrims, go sit in their hotel room. And, you know, it, it, you mm. just look at the EU teams, they're, they're just a team for the entire of it. Like every time I saw, you know, like a vitality, they're all, they were just like one being of six people with coaches, with staff and everything. And they're hanging out playing table tennis and stuff. Like it's just, it builds that culture, having that boot camp, having, you know, people around rather than just clocking in, clocking out to, for screams and see you later. Like there's just, it's, it's yeah. And, and I just think it's so easily fixable and it's not just, it's not just an org issue. It's not just a player issue. It's not, definitely not just a geographical issue um there's definitely it's a definitely a bit of um you know the orgs can help out but the players can also as rizzo said you can take cuts there's there's ways to do it yeah if you really want to be the best yeah I mean, if, if, if you want to make it happen like you will find a way to really make it happen like you'll take some sort of sacrifice like i mentioned we take we took a salary cut to basically get the team house like we could have got paid more but we decided that being together was more valuable I, I think I'm going to propose that like the, the, the problem isn't, you know, boot camps don't exist for NA and therefore 
um, everything else is falling apart. It's the other way around. It's that the mentality, the entire mentality has to change. That is, boot, boot camp's not existing. It's just a symptom of the effort and the professionalism and the mentality not being in the right place for NA for many, many seasons now. And that's where EU's starting to have the advantage. It's, it's because everything down to meaningless rank games and tiny matches between, like tiny show matches between rival players and teams in EU, they're, they're fought to the death and everything is taken so seriously. Uh, it, it's an entire mental over, like, uh, overhaul is needed for NA. And it's not a cultural problem. And you can't just blame culture for that. It's partly due to, yes, there is a lot more competition between EU countries because there are lots of different countries here with like uh, rivalries that ex- have existed before any of uh, you know current alive generations are even born. It's, it's, it's also just a maturity thing. Like uh, I think yeah. NA top to bottom just have to take responsibility that everybody just copies the best teams and the, uh, you know, for BDS in the RLCS season X raised the bar for EU. Everybody else started taking uh, Rocket League so seriously to try and get as good as them. And now look what's happened. It's because BDS came out and beat everybody so badly. Whereas in, you know, NA, I don't think that kind of same, um, I, what's the word I'm looking for? Example was, was there. Like a lot of the top teams throughout the years didn't instill that same desire to win in everyone. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yeah. Anyway. I think that um, yeah, I just, I just don't yeah, I don't like seeing too much copium. I had to get off my chest, especially um, someone that I think, travels a lot. Okay, so I'm actually yeah. I, uh, CJ just sent me a message to possibly wrap this, but I'm actually just going to circle this back into the conversation once more because Garrett brought up a point, and I saw a tweet that's related to this, so I'm gonna loop it in. Why not? So we're probably gonna go for like ten more minutes here, but Garrett said. Yep. Uh, to be fair, I think if random teams in NA were reaching that level and actively taking out top teams, that shift would have happened, but it didn't. Everyone lazy kept doing well in NA, which is extremely true. And then also, the way I'm connecting this is because Spaceman actually made a tweet. Uh, he said, The best thing to ever happen to NA Rock League will be these open brackets. The region hit a plateau and stopped evolving. Beating the breaks off bubble teams and the same 16 to 20 players means nothing when you get stomped out internationally. Time for an ego reset and a skill check. The more that people play, the harder the forced, the harder the forced evolution hits. Uh, this is the wake-up call. NA needs more competition and confronting the egos equals better rock on the floor. What do we, what do we mean the, with the wake up call? Like how many how many wake up calls has it been that? Like which which wake up call? How many events with no top four team in NA? How many like uh, you know events? How many splits? How many seasons where NA is losing? Like well, there, there's been enough wake up calls already. Well, I don't yes, think yes. they need another, there has been a lot of wake up calls. But I think call. <laughs> what Garrett is saying is like everyone lazy kept doing well in NA, and I think Spaceman's tweet is kind of like adding to that as well because everybody yeah. who was just like making top eight oh we made top eight we're gonna be in the next regional we made top eight we're gonna be in the next regional and it was like kind of 
easy or like mm -hmm. oh we made uh whatever we're gonna be in close qualifier i can't remember what it was top 16 so we're gonna be in close qual and stuff like that and so it just kind of kept looping around and it's like oh we don't really need to change anything because we're already doing better than the teams that are trying to get here and now that it's completely open you're already seeing that kind of gap being filled where you have two teams that are already expected to be th uh to, to make it to like this top 16 they just don't make it completely so it's like you're having basically the top six being consistent instead of like the top eight and and it's kind of going through that shift yeah Let's do it. Like, uh, I think uh, oh, yeah, it's an interesting okay. conversation. Yeah, I think that uh, the worst thing, this is a bit of a, a tangent, I guess, but I genuinely think the worst thing that happened for NA is RLCF Season X because during RLCF Season X, NA, and NA fans, NA analysts, NA pros genuinely thought that they were just thick and that they were miles ahead of everyone when they were probably at best level, but probably worse. And that is most likely what instilled this whole laziness. Because actually before RLCF Season X, before the online era, EU and NA appeared to be getting pretty close. And it was only after that, or during the, uh, you know, after the pandemic, it became clear that, okay, that's not the case. EU is actually just better. So I think the pandemic is the worst thing that could happen for NA because the, the Copian, the Hopian, and all of yeah. the, um, all of these like crazy uh, estimations of NA's ability just got in everybody's head and made all the NA pros get lazy. Meanwhile, EU is just trying to figure out how to beat BDS. <laughs> and it's like, oh, we're all good. We're all better than BDS. I don't know. I, I think it was probably, probably the worst thing that happened was think NA teams thinking they're as good as BDS. Johnny, that's a fantastic point. Let's get Jer uh, Garrett, Jared. <laughs> Let's get Garrett in the call and uh, well, let's join us. <laughs> all right, what's up, fellas? Yo. Yo. Yo, oh, let me turn so, you up. Oh, what are you thinking? <laughs> what am I thinking? <laughs> what are you thinking? What's the I thought mean, process? <laughs> I mean, you know what's funny is I think like this is like a it sounds like a political answer. Every everyone is right except except Johnny. You guys are the most right. You know what I mean? Like it is harder to boot camp in some ways, but it's just because of the effort. Like we, it doesn't happen because of the effort. Mm -hmm. And I swear, like there's this mindset in NA where it really is like cringe to care like the amount like they don't it is like cringe to no, like that is so bro, true though is dude, I, when I, I see vatira like i feel like this guy is like doing prayers and like this is like my life like tomorrow the culmination of my entire he, life will he, happen yes he's like if i lose yes. i die basically yeah mm. yeah and na is just like well we got top eight let's go you know what i mean like I, I, I don't know. Just, but I like the boot camp thing too is like all it takes is one person on your team to not want to do it and that like just kills the whole thing. And I think mm. in EU that just doesn't seem like a problem. Like it seems like everyone wants to do that. Like everyone wants to do everything possible to win at all times. Whereas like NA it's like you're doing it but like you're forcing someone to do it and then it's just like it, it feels it doesn't feel like everyone wants to be there, you know what I mean. So that, I think that's why it doesn't happen. Because there's definitely players who want to like, do it, but teams don't. Why? Why? Why team? Like surely in the first place you establish like who want like we need the classics of the team, Gary. You know we need the passion. So like why would you team <laughs> in the first place with people that don't want to like put in like give the effort to go to a boot camp and stuff? Like I think that'd be like for me it would be priority one is get a team that can is if one able to boot camp. Um, if a majors for regionals, whatever, and two wants to do it and wants to win, you know. Well, in my in my opinion, there's just a lack of talent in NA. 
I mean, that that's why that when that conversation was happening about like the top teams not making the right roster changes, everyone still wants to win. It's just that it, it feels like it feels like if I watch a European lobby, there'll be someone named Mango Sauce Forty Eight, and and he's more <laughs> he's solid <talking> than <laughs> like half of NA. And I, NA doesn't play to win. Like all of the upcoming, like a lot of the upcoming talent, they don't like their first priority isn't winning. It's clear. I don't. It's like clipping. It's clipping. Yeah, it, yes. It's clipping. That's the problem. Like, it, like playing playing to win is like cringe. Like, you know, doing stuff. You know what I mean? Like, they don't want to do that mm. stuff to. And, and meanwhile, Europe. Like, I'm watching six Spanish kickoffs in a row for eight MMR. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just a whole. And that's what I'm saying about cultural. I think I'm using the word wrong because it's not. But that there's just a it's a, just a different mindset. Like when you watch even just the ranked lobbies, and the scrims are definitely related to that as well. Like the scrims are just. Like there's people like who actively talk about how bad NA is and then just troll for 45 minutes and then call it early. Did you just, like it's just it's so weird. And it's been like that for it's been like that forever though. Like I don't know why this like all of a sudden is a conversation. It's been like that forever. I swear it's going like since the beginning. <laughs> no, Gary, I hear what you're saying about culture. I think the, the my pushback and the culture thing is I often see that being thrown around as like, oh well, this is just something that can't change. That is the culture. I'm like, well, no. That can change. I get that, you know, there are cultural, uh, you know, influences that cause these things to happen. But do you think that it is just an immovable cultural uh, thing that's going on? Or do you think it is possible to change that and override it? I think the only way it would change is if upcoming teams start beating the top teams. Because if that never happens, nothing will change. Because a lot of NA are genuinely just content making the lands. That's the truth. I think maybe mm-hmm. like the top two teams right now are going to be upset if they don't win. But I think outside of that, everyone just wants to make it. And whatever happens mm-hmm. after that is it. Because uh, I, I feel like over the last four years, what happened in Europe is that there was just these groups of like so much new talent. Like, I feel like almost everyone on the top teams was not here three years ago. For the most part, right? If, if, for the most like, part, yeah. And yep. that did not happen in NA. There's a couple players. You can only I can I think you can like put a name on like one hand how many new players there are. And I think that it's I mean it's not it's not just on the upcoming talent to do that. It's just I don't think it'll change unless that happens. Unless people start losing their jobs because they're not good enough. You know what I mean? Like if and that's not going to happen unless people are just genuinely beating them. And that just hasn't happened. Like there's just so Can you much- relate to that? Can you, when you think back to uh, your come up when you were, you know, fighting for land qualification uh, yourself, because you, you've been around since the very start of RLCS, so you can, you know, probably relate to those players who are trying to make it, trying to make lands. But can you relate to that, you know, just, I guess, satisfaction of, oh, well, we made land, that's good enough? Or was there more? Were, were you ever, basically, were you ever satisfied when you hadn't won yet? Uh, like, Worlds? No. No. And no, I was no, I was no, but especially because we got like hated on, you know, like, no, I wasn't happy at all. Um, mm. I mean, I feel like it, like right now, if we were to make the major, I'd be pretty happy. <laughs> I mean, it's been a while. Oh, no, yeah, made, no, different, right? different context, yeah, but diff- like you're obviously in a very different uh, situation now because you've done that and now you're, you know, in a very like super long career, you're breaking records, very different situation. But while you're on the come up, I guess that is the the big tight the Garrett that all these new players should be relating to the drive you had to win, never stopping until you won. I guess that that is the Garrett that they should be comparing themselves to, not you yeah. now who's done all that, achieved so much, and now you're still achieving 
even into what is it an eighth year I, I, it's, it's ridiculous of your career so that that's like a different thing i don't think players should use that as like oh well you know garrett's satisfied the top four so am i because you've already won a world championship you've had so many deep runs like yeah. uh you're in a very different situation now trying to rebuild a team so i yeah I mean, i'm not surprised to hear that because i remember talking to you way back in the day you were never satisfied with anything but but the idea of winning and eventually winning i mean yeah and i i mean a lot of this all of this is is like it's almost like psychoanalyzing people but when i compare i don't it almost feels like to me in a kids in general and this is why i even say a culture thing it's like a lot more sheltered like when i compare like when i met seiko he could have been 20 years old <laughs> i mean mm. bro seemed mature you know i'm sure he, i mean he was 16 so i'm sure you know he's a kid so but like mm. when you compare yeah. like eu 15 year old kids to na it just seems like a whole different level of seriousness like i mean zen was six i mean i don't it just feels like they're professional off the rip i don't i don't really know what it is and that's why i say it feels like a, a like a culture thing almost it just it's just a whole different mindset I, I feel like na people like once they get into the spot they're like oh nice like i'm in the spot let's go got the contract i'm a pro, I'm a pro. let's sitting go on the paycheck aren't they <laughs> what did you say they're sitting on the paycheck once they I get don't, it. no no one cares about money oh. i mean a, a lot of these a lot of these like na pros like jenny i mean they're like nice like i'm gonna try to get the best contract you know possible what, you but know what the crazy they don't thing really is, care about money is i feel like so like i i always see like tweets about it or the complaining in discord is i feel like a lot of it is they care so much about the tag or they cared i don't know if tags even exist anymore but like the just getting the rlcs tag was like such a big <laughs> thing for them uh, <laughs> like they didn't care if they were signed they just wanted oh, the man. tag they took them away that's what did it yeah they took so now the they don't know what they're playing for they, they can't get the tag oh, anymore they just lost they're like what are we here for <laughs> yeah i don't That's know it's just it really is a mental thing and i don't know what could change it but i don't think i i, I feel like it's just a problem for na's mentality as a whole like like i said when that top team's like recycling talent argument was happening i mean i'm not gonna lie the amount of people we tried out you know what i'm saying like it's just not there's just not and it's not as deep like it's it, just it really not isn't. it's really not and people I, I feel like people like say that oh europe develops all this talent and stuff they seem to get pretty good by themselves and then they're like wow what a roster move but like like there's only a, so many roster moves where i can think like wow they really like i think seiko's the one where like wow they really like found that guy but outside of that it's like you know what i mean like everyone got good on teams all three together like bds were in rival series but they all three came up um queso were all three on the same team liquid you know and like maybe that's them finding each other better i don't know but they all got very good very quick i don't think it was like some insane system that where like they were developing the talent like who who's the like you do, do you think the top players in eu are making the people below them better on purpose I think it's just a better, more competitive mentality, and that's why everyone improves. Like they're not gonna, mm -hmm. they're not there gonna. Are, there are communities in Europe, like the French community is the best example, but the Spanish community is another one. Like a lot of these younger Span, like you know, there there are just more natural allegiances, yeah. I guess, in Europe. Have, like if there's yeah. a new young French player coming in, he's more likely to get good games, so like you know, ranked or. Uh, scrims or just any kind of relationship with the top French players than someone who's like a new player out of the UK. Right. And, uh, you know, the yeah, UK seems actually massive as well with 
every event, I feel, there are more UK players in the top 16. And then by the time we get to the top four, it's all French. Like, all the UK players are eliminated. But actually, oh, actually like, there's a few players in that, on the come up, I guess. Yeah, that, I mean, that makes oh. sense for sure. If I, if, I, if I go again, I don't know what's happening. I just had a power cut for that <laughs> entire time, by the way. So I guess we just can't talk ever again about boot camps. Like somebody pulled the plug on me. They didn't want to hear what I had to say, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> tuning in on, I'm, 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 I'm joining on the phone. You can't silence me. Whoever did that. <laughs> I'm glad though, Garrett. Like, I appreciate you coming on with your take though, because I, I still feel like, as I said, a lot of the tweets are just like, no, it's not happening. It's never going to happen. But at least you're kind of like, yeah, it's not happening, but... You know, it can change. You know what I mean? It's not oh, just the the economy, my 10k yeah. salary. Well, I, <laughs> I, I, I will I will say like it definitely is a little bit harder to do because I I swear all of the org facilities are like in LA. Like I would love to boot camp. Oh yeah, no, that yeah. West West Coast then, is not yeah. doable. Not like doable. Can you they get like another facility. There, like even no, it doesn't even have to be another orgs facility. It could just be like any facility. Like we right. have boot camped back in the day in some of the most like <laughs> ridiculous setups yeah. everybody gaming yeah. on a kitchen table but i feel like the value is still there because there is value in getting used to especially mm -hmm. for a lan getting used to playing in a setup that is not your comfort zone i mean there, there's uh, there is a gaming center in uh, new jersey that we boot camped in like twice so if you guys want to go to new jersey <laughs> I, I, mean, I know a place you know i agree no for sure it's just it it combines with the like overall mindset of like oh, i'm not too sure like that adds on to it and then you're like nah let's just stay home but it's and also it like it's it's very easy so i think it kind of relates to like oh, i'm sure everyone watching if you even if you're not a pro the the way that you can relate to this is like one in chat if you've ever felt like oh man like there's this thing going on like i've been invited to whatever you know it could be and i just can't be bothered just don't want to go I just feel tired. I want to go to bed. I can't be bothered. And then you actually do go. And you're like, I'm so glad this I came. This was so fun. This was sick. Like I'm, gym, I'm going out to the next one. Me every every time. time. Yeah, every time you're like, oh, you're like actually just making the effort is the hard part. And once you go, you're like, this is amazing. Like that is what will happen in boot camps. I feel like the enjoyment would be there. The, it would just be an experience. It would be yeah. just a, kind of the explanation part on a time of your life that you've done something really cool. And it, it would yeah, it'd be like going to the gym for the regular person. Be like, I'm so glad I did this. Mm -hmm. finally yeah. we're starting to make some progress we can actually right have now, a real like, life conversation you can't have a conversation about like fixing problems on discord you just can't on a voice call but how good you've is it when you're boot camping and you got a whiteboard up there and it's just like intimate and everyone's like you know it feels like a hive mind you can, actually, talk, right now. You can actually communicate yeah. you can actually fix yeah. problems so much more I'm not saying this. Why would I go there? I could still do that from here. You know, I don't know. And, yeah, but, and then you wonder why, like, uh, like uh, teams show up and they look like te teams who bootcamp more are more. I think more likely to show up and perform close to the expected level on a LAN as well. If you are interested in making LANs, you've got to be bootcamping as much as possible. Is getting used to playing next to other people with the noise around you. You're out of your comfort zone in a public space. That that is, I think, huge for LAN. Um, experience as well. Oh, we mm. got Edge, didn't we? Or is that just me? I mean, no, everybody got Edge, of course. I didn't get Edge, but I'm a sub, so. <laughs> so, Garrett, tell me. What's up, CJ? Why? What's 
what what when you're making it like you know you talk about how one player on a team usually like doesn't want to boot camp and stuff like what what's like the, what are the priorities when you're forming a team is it just purely how scrims are going is it like chemistry like is it who they are as a person like what are teams looking for these days in NA? Well, I don't know. This last season was like, I don't, bro, it's hard. I don't know mm. why. I mean, it was great because we there were so many people. Like, but when you have so, it's just you get to a point where you're just scrimming, and then you're like, I don't even know like what I'm looking for anymore because like you just scrim mm-hmm. so many times. Um, I mean, I'll be honest. This is the first time I've uh, even been in a situation like that, though. To be honest, I mean, I've never. Yeah, like I've had the same team for, for um, you know, five years. I mean, the first like when we originally formed the first roster, it was like in, in my head I was like, okay, like Frosty has a really high ceiling, and Mist has like a really high floor. So it felt like mm-hmm. that was like the perfect situation for someone like Frosty to like develop. Um, and then after like when that wasn't we beat one top eight team the whole off season we played eight tournaments like for like three months like the roster the announcement was only for a month but we played a lot and it felt like it wasn't like developing quick enough and so and we felt like our floor was just too low like we were losing these series i think because we, we just were not solid enough like we were just giving up too many our defense was just not solid enough so um mm-hmm. so then we went got toasty and drees Dries pulled a maneuver for sure that was uh, ended up being, you know, he asked for that sub spot after uh, he retired. And I thought, you know, he was planning to sub, you know, he was not. But uh, I don't know. It's been a very interesting couple months for sure. But <laughs> wait, so is, is, wait, you're saying Dries is the mastermind what? here who like asked for a sub spot? And you were like, nice. <laughs> I mean, I'm, sub. I'm, I'm outing him for sure. But like, yeah, like I, I, I asked him and he was like, yeah, like. This guy was grinding. I mean, Drees was grinding. That's, I mean, like, because we were just like, well, okay, we might as well try it in a scrim, like, just see, like, what happens. And this guy, I every day I'm playing ranked, this guy's in my ranked lobbies every day. For, like, <laughs> he's hours. sniping you as well? This is, it's really I don't know if he's line. sniping me. I hope, I hope it didn't go that deep, but I don't know. Let's get on. Let's move on from my roster. You know, you're asking questions like when I haven't had a chance to think about the answer. And hey, like, I didn't ask you about your fine, roster. Right. I just said, what do you look for? Yeah, when hey, up, so actually like, true. Uh, okay. true. All right, all right. Nice way to word it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> nice way to word it. Appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, now, are we still on the oh, camp topic at all? Because uh, I just got a confirmation from Athena that, um, you know, if you guys want to pay, we actually have a, a room upstairs. If you guys want to, there you go. If any team wants to boot camp here, it's possible. In Texas. In Texas, yep. Mm-hmm. Not a bad place. I love. I would love I that. Love I'd it. love to see it. I want to I see it. It's, it feels like a natural disaster has happened. Everyone's like offering up food and accommodation. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, like NA uh, has just been and has had such a disaster that just like just, everybody's yeah. offering up rooms. I just room. can't believe it's it because so all that happened is EU looked really good and they're like, yeah, so this is a disaster. <laughs> you played really well. And we're like, yeah, but actually. We need to talk about why boot camps are too expensive. <laughs> I can, yeah, I can cook up bacon and eggs with just an apron on, if that seals the deal. <laughs> oh, okay, now we're talking. Yeah. No, Rosa, you need to you need to take back what you said about Georgia. You live in Texas. <laughs> okay. Can you say that okay. About yeah. No, I get uh, it, but like you also live in Georgia, so like I feel like we're on the an even playing field here. <laughs> Texas. I mean, come on, Texas. <laughs> 
Yeah, I thought I thought you were like disagreeing with my take, and then no, yeah, no I was talking like, about was Georgia. Georgia. I, was like, I was like, whoa, I fucked up here. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, Georgia. No big deal. Oh, you just didn't like that you roasted Georgia. No, nah, Georgia off, wasn't I too. I mean, New Jersey was definitely the worst place I've been to. Georgia wasn't that bad. Now you're roasting. Now you're roasting Fireburner. I I don't give a shit. New Jersey is <laughs> okay. New Jersey is bad. yeah, nah, yeah, nah. It wasn't great. Definitely was not great. Like I'll t- I'll yeah, take I- back Georgia, but New Jersey ain't bad. All right, no, yeah, I need to ask you. You, I don't know if you hear earlier on when we talked about like format and stuff like that. Do you do you have any opinions on that? Now I don't want you to get into it. I just want to know if you have any opinions on this format's terrible. I mean, it's awful. Okay, well, uh, you, there's your uh, opinion. What, 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 <laughs> to to elaborate the uh, the open calling every week aspect of it. Cause the the change is that right? So that's what you're referring to. I mean, not. I mean, it is not only is it like a waste of time. I feel like for a lot of people. I feel like slowly orgs are just going to leave. Like, why would you, especially if, if the upsets keep happening like this, like, how are you going to spend this much money and then not even like, not only that, you don't even know if you'll be on the broadcast because we already have a format where you have to stream the games yourself. So you might not even be on the stream, even if you make the regional. Mm. But it's just like, what are you spending money for? Like, you're not ever on, you never get to be on stream unless you make a deep run. Like, I just think it's just not a good it's just not a good format for orgs to want an investment. Like you're who's spe- gonna see this and be like, spending, we should invest more money? Yeah, you're spending like, money to pay to run your own stream, essentially. Yeah, and most people get like hundred <laughs> viewers. They get like hundred viewers on their stream. Like it's just not even worth. Yeah. You can pick up one sure. content creator and get more views on Twitch than having a whole Rocket League team that costs like thirty thousand dollars a month. Yeah, you can like you can pick crazy. up you can pick up Alpha Cat, watch him shake some ass, and you'd probably get still still get more merch sales than uh, than picking up an entire team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it's, it is it's rough. Content creator decals come to the future. Now, guy, the reason I'm asking is, look, we we want to do a deep dive into it, right? Because we've got oh, you saw Ferris tweet, yeah. Uh, yes, I I, did, I skimmed. You skimmed, yeah. It was, it was a long tweet. Yeah. Speed red. Yeah. Well, fans aren't great. But. We we do want to do a deep dive into it next week. We're getting fair on. We would love to have you on. This is an open invite live on the show if you would like to come back. As a vet, as someone who's seen all the formats, I've seen the entire ecosystem of Rocket League. I've been around. We think yeah. we can fix this. We think we can fix. Well, we we think we can come up with a solution that works for everyone, works for Epic and all of what we we think we figured out what they're trying to do, and we think that we can make it fine for the pros, the orgs, what they it will fit in line with what they're doing. Yeah, I think we've got the the dream team here. Uh, we've got all of the all the components, so we can figure it out. Uh, yeah, I would, I would, I would do it. Yes, for sure. There we go. Yes. That's what I want to hear. A nice, right. nice five man show potentially. Next week's gonna be enormous. I love it. It's gonna be huge. We'll have to find a time to suit everyone, but I'm sure we can we can do it. We can do that. Yeah, we yeah. can do that. All right, W's in chat. This we're is gonna, this do, is we're gonna do our homework. Work. We're gonna figure it out and uh, come back to you guys with the answer of uh, yeah, how to fix the format for Garrett Farah. And shortcast at RLCS. All right, but that's going to wrap this episode. I think it was 67. I can't hear. Oh, yeah, it is 67. So, yeah. Appreciate yeah, you guys for listening. Thank you for, uh, thank you to Garrett for joining as well. A little last second yeah, joinage. Appreciate that. I love uh, the Garrett G takes. And then uh, Johnny and CJ for coasting. If you guys miss any part of this podcast, uh, please be sure to listen on Apple Podcasts or uh, Spotify as well as YouTube. We have it on there as well. If you guys uh, enjoyed, um, Tune in for the next one. Nice <laughs> side. We'll great. see you next time. Paul looks really great. Bye bye. Bye everyone. <laughs> bye.